Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today? Uprooted artist here. 4.15, quarter past four, UK times. Right, so, this blog today, this podcast, should I say, today is all about parenting. I am not a parenting advisor, psychologist, sociologist, none of that. Yes, it is interesting. It is something that I am interested in. So, but I would like to jump on this podcast and talk about, you know, certain things that I have witnessed myself and I need to sit up because I'm sitting down. (laughs) I'm lying down. Certain things that I've witnessed myself to the point where you know, I hold myself accountable, moving forward, what can we do to support these kids and the young generation, how can we support them in their growth and in who they are as an individual instead of as a whole group of kids. And the reason why I say this is because no one, nobody is the same. Nobody likes exactly the same thing as the other person. But when you're in school, they do expect you to act a certain way, be a certain way, be comfortable but it's not really it's not really comfortable if you're sitting down on a chair hours on end obviously if you if you've got a job and you're working for someone else then you've got to confine with the rules and the laws of that actual job that you're working at but school should be a space where you're finding yourself when you think about it half of the exercises in the curriculum is not going to be used again after school. It is not going to be used again. But I do believe that it is important that the children do have a structure. But they have a structure at school. Do they have one at home? Is it easy to structure life at home for the children to feel safe and comfortable? And when I say safe, I mean safe to communicate with their parents, safe to express themselves, safe to be a child of their own age, safe to, you know, spend time with their parents. You see, a lot of parents 
do actually work. And by the time they get home, they may be tired. They may want to sit down. And the time after work may be the only time they get to see the kids, which is for like four to five hours before they go to bed. So how do we create a world that is centred around the child to the point where they understand themselves, they understand the world, They are comfortable within themselves to the point where if they are unhappy, they know how to communicate in a way that is useful for them, especially with their safety and security. Like they, they can say, they can explain to, <clears throat> they can explain to themselves why they feel the way they feel. Like if you're happy, why are you happy today? What happened today? Okay, so why did that happen? Can't just say to to your child, are you okay? And your child's like, I'm okay. No, why are you okay? What happened today in school? You know, at this moment in time, my son really enjoys going on the Xbox or he runs and gets my phone and he plays a lot of games. And yeah, we could all say, well, no screen time for the children. No, 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 no. Too much screen time. Yes, exactly, too much screen time. So I'm trying to figure out ways where we spend more time together and the togetherness is has got nothing to do with being on the screen. We may plan for day trips or activities or ideas using the phone, but... The idea is to cut away from screen time and spend time knowing each other and knowing what my child enjoys and what he likes. I do know, but every single day is a new day and every day the child is getting older. They're getting older and we are getting older as well. I'm just talking from a parent's perspective, as anyone's perspective, we're all getting old. And even with family, like, we could talk about family another time, but the fact is, are we losing our children to the media? Because when you think about it, yes, I am using my phone, I am on speaker, speaker, and I am, you know, ironically, creating my own radio station when I'm able to put music on here, I'd love to do that. But the topic is about parenting and how can we grab the attentions of our children in the most healthy and safest possible way because the computers are not safe. Sitting on an Xbox all day is not safe. A friend of mine was trying to sell me a PlayStation and it was like, no, darling, I do not want to lose my son to a game 
I do not want his mind to be lost in a game. So we lost to a game. And he's not there yet. He's not addicted to his games as yet. But, you know, I read this story that was based in America. I don't know the exact thing, so I'm not going to say, oh, it was a fact or whatever. But anyway, this young boy, he, you know, he shot his mum because his mum didn't buy him a set of, you know, virtual reality glasses or whatever they're called, goggles. And that just struck me. It just triggered me. And that's why I'm on my podcast today, because for a materialistic thing, for a material thing that's got everything to do with the mind and addiction, for a child to go and do that to the parent. So now I've got to, you know, come away from the situation and talk to my son and explain things to him and get him away from being on, you know, the Nintendo, the Xbox and my phone and his tablet and all that. Get him away from it or, or show him a different way that he could use these things possibly maybe to learn something new. But to let that mess up your head. This this young boy's story is not new. It's not new. It's just hit the headlines. It's hit the it's hit the internet. It's not new. There's all sorts of situations where a child's attacked their parent because they've taken a phone off them or the Nintendo's shut down or they've lost a game. Do you know how much TVs get broken? Because of a child has lost the game. And they picked up the control and smashed it. They threw the control into the telly and boom, it's gone. If you actually know, you know. <clears throat> a lot of people will let you know that it's not it's not a new story. It's not rare to have your TV busted because your child is upset about something. But then again. You see that? These things, these computers are running riot with our children. These material things are running riot with our children. You know? Continue buying your child material things, like designer clothes. You can do that if if you want to. But buying them designer clothes and expensive stuff, the basic thing that they need is love. The basic thing that the child needs is attention. They need attention. They need love. They need someone to talk to. So when they get older, they know they can talk to you. They know they can come to you. They know that you're not just going to throw material stuff in their face. They know that. They're aware of it, you know. But guess what? A lot of people just think, okay, so I didn't have this material thing when I was little. So I'm going to give all this material stuff to my my child. You know, it's Christmas coming up and I'm just like, okay, so son, I don't have a lot of money right now because I've invested in my business and I give him his essential things that he needs and necessities. But guess what, son? 
instead of buying you lots of clothes, well, you need clothes, but lots of toys, I'd rather you have a jar with envelopes. And in them envelopes, there's ideas for day trips with money in there for each day trip. So we don't have to scrimp and save. I'll just put a lump sum of money in that. And the only reason why why I can do that right now is because I'm thinking forward. I'm thinking of financial stability and teaching him how to be financially stable whilst I'm learning myself at the same time. I have one child. I have the space and time to do that. I'm also self-employed, so, you know, I'm at home when I'm not contracted to work out there. I'm here, you know. I'm available to get in from school and bring him back home. So, in that space of time, what can I do to take him away from, you know, the computers and stuff? And how do we talk to these kids? How do we talk to our kids? It's not all about shouting. Because whilst your emotions are high, you can't see the bigger picture. You can't see the bigger picture. And I've just gone from one subject to the other. But this is not a structured podcast. This is just me rambling on, rambling on because of the article. And yeah. Hmm. What ideas have you got that doesn't include a computer being online, being on your phone, playing games? What ideas have you got? I know once upon a time we didn't have no games like such. We did have, was it, a Nintendo DS PlayStation, Cube, all of them stuff. But I, for me, I wasn't really interested in the TV or playing games. That wasn't my interest, you know. I don't know what I was interested in, to be honest with you. Writing, drawing, creating, you know, different things, different kind of things. So, yeah, just think we could come up with something different. We could all think about something different, create some social media, kind of publish some, what are them things called? A campaign where the children get skills that are going to support them throughout their whole life. Like business schools, life skills, um, community skills, financial skills, hygienic skills, mindful skills. Mm-hmm. I'm into all that. I'm into teaching my child. So he will be able to teach his friends as well. That is a part of, that is my personality I guess but I think 
we all need to work harder for these kids. Because if they're not on the games, they're outside either riddled with anxiety, depression, um, self-neglect. The minds are not as strong as we think they are. They're not that strong these days. These kids are not built like that. Peer pressure adapts them so easily. The wrong peer pressure. I'm just rambling on a losing my sight in conversation, but like, we need to create a strength in these kids, man. We need to save them. I've been hearing too much kids dying because they've been stabbed or shot or they're taking their lives. And we're still sat here letting them go on these stupid games. And none of them have anything to do with supporting the kids. None of them have anything to do with uplifting them or bringing the family together. It's all separation. It's like even being employed in a job. Seven days a week, five days a week. It's complete separation from the family. That's if you have your own kids. Complete separation and isolation. Whilst you're making money, and you spend less time in your house, the only time you see your house is in the morning and the night time, but you're still paying bills. <clears throat> and the kids feel entitled to your money. They feel entitled for you to buy them designer clothes and this, that, the other, because they're used to it now. And when you, when you don't give it them, they're rude. I can't understand that. You know, they are very rude, these new kids. I guess it's society in its own, right? Society's created a monster. We have all different viewpoints and ideologies from different religions, political views, classism and all that. We have it all. Gender, have it all. But these children don't need to be confused. They just need to know who they are. They just need to be protected and supported. And shown what is the right way though, because a lot of these adults are broken as well. The adults have been lied to, they're broken, they're confused, they're depressed because they haven't got enough money for the kids. But what okay, so if you haven't got enough money for your kids, what is it that you want to buy your kid? Is it a toy? Because if the toy is more important to your to you than taking your kid out and spending time with them, then the priorities are completely wrong. The priorities are completely shambles. I'd rather buy the child food. Maybe get the child to help you make the food. That is an experience and an, an adventure. Then buy a toy where the child's going to go in their bedroom or in the corner and play with that toy on their own. If you're not going to play with it, then with, 
if you're not going to play with the toy with the child together, what's the point in buying the child a toy? Oh, there you go, darling, have a toy. The toy is literally looking after the child. Just like the TV is looking after the child. But basically, you know, you're cooking, aren't you? Cooking and cleaning. And it's difficult to balance both of the, both of it. But it's difficult. But at the same time, there should be a, there should be a balance between the child on the game and how much time you spend with your child. You know. How much time do you spend with your child? Let's put some effects on here. I don't even know about that. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to end it now. I've been on here for 20 minutes and 49 seconds. Bye.